This ain't Rocket Science People, episode 8 of the Sports Bar. We're at the Sports Bar. The Sports Bar is at my man's Kevin's house real quick. Shout out to Kev, man. Beautiful place you have here. Thank you. Beautiful mahogany. Glad uh, to be with you all. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm free of having to hold a mic like on my normal podcast. This is very, it might not sound good, but at least I'm going to stand here. We're going to figure it out. We're taking it back to the oil. This is how we started. We started out just talking into the laptop before we graduated to microphones. All right. You feel me? So I like it. I like it also. Yeah, it's more free. Kick back, chill, talk, do what you want, say what you want. It's more free, man. Listen, I'm I'm glad to join you all tonight. I don't usually talk sports anymore because when the Phillies won the World Series in 2008, which mm. seems timely considering that was 100 years after the Cubs won exactly, cool I gave up on sports. All right? Did you? I equated that to popping my sports cherry, and I had no – like that. all the angst was gone. There was no really? need to revisit. You could never once you could never go back in time and live in a world where you had not experienced the title once you had. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care about sports anymore, but I can't block my knowledge of sports. So if you need me to kind of... Oh, we're going to tap into that. No, no, please. We're going to yeah. tap into that. If you need to know like what happened in the 1991 World Series, I'm your guy. What happened in the 1992 World Series? Uh, Toronto won the first of two straight World Series. Any World Series that happened like any time in the last half century, I know. All right, we're Actually, about, everything that happened. Well, let's kick it off like this. Yeah, please. Because uh, I'm not a big baseball guy. Me either. But this World Series that just happened was classic. Like, you got to respect it. It was the best. You feel me? Did you watch the game last night? I watched the game last night solely because I have, as I'm sure everybody does, I have like diehard Cubs people in my like basically extended family. Okay. You know, not, you know, people who are closer to me than actual family members. Because when right. you get old, you have like, you know, the closest people more. to you are not even your family members. Right, in all right. honesty, they're like, you know, my my day ones, my Carolina fans. I have, I have Cubs fans. He's a Tar Heels fan, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a Tar Heel grad. I just want to put that in there. And a fan. My, my I fan hate the word fan, but uh, I am. But like those people last night were living for that thing. And right. last night to me was a reminder of why sports is great, right? Because it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't matter that much. We're all small. Earth's been around for 65 billion years or whatever. Like people playing one baseball game in Cleveland, Ohio, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Right. But the country stopped last night to watch right. this baseball game, right? And like once it got close, once it got into extra innings, like – People were nervous on group texts about people, people that didn't even care about one of the specific teams. And that's why I think sports the great is awesome. Thing about it, yeah. it moves you to care about something and it breaks the monotony of life. So, Pete, 08. I remember where I was in 08. I was with this man to my left, Tremaine, Damn. when Good the times, Phillies man. won. Good times. We were Good at times. Delaware State University. And wow. I'm telling you, when they won, we ran out my room. I've never won anything before. No, you wasn't with me yet. We didn't watch the final out together. You were in the basketball room. practice. Oh, that's right. I that's asked right, my man right. Bobby, the janitor, hey, did we close it out tonight? He said we did. I ran out of practice, hopped in my car, I ran to the bill. That's what we, that's what we linked up. We, ran over, I, we were at my apartment. We ran out in the streets. In the streets. For a second, we thought about coming down to Philly in the Broad Street. We yeah. should have come. We thought about you it. You wouldn't have gotten anywhere close, but you should have It's come. cool. We were going to park up and just party. Because, like, Del State, it's about an hour and a half away. So we right. would have got here in a solid, solid time. Yeah, sure. As soon as that found out. You would have been in the mix. We would have been cool. If you would have told me, so earlier today, I was just, I was driving home, and Bill said, do you want to um, talk about sports tonight on this podcast? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'd love to hang out. I'd love to talk about sports for a second. Had you told me that we were going to talk about October 29th, 2008, I'd have been I don't know, can I please, can I somehow send limousines for you to get here? That is possibly that was the greatest time, single though. night of my life. That was a good right? time. I'm a little bit older than y'all. At the time, I was 28. Mm-hmm. I had seen not a damn thing in my life That's when it came thing. to Philadelphia sports. Right. And I still cared. I was that yo pal. 
I refer to Philly dumb fans as Yo Pals. I was that Yo Pal that read the Daily News every day, that would listen to talk radio, would think about calling talk radio, but was just slightly had more sense than to do that. <laughs> Good job. Um, that night, I took my father. I took my four best friends in the world to that game. So six of us went down because shouts to Kevin Gregg, KG, who mm-hmm. you know well. Right, right. Worked for the Phillies at the time and hooked us up with seats. And I've told this story uh, many, many times in life. You know, that Monday night when it was game five, Cole goes out, everything's going well. And I turn, I'm not a big believer in God, no offense to anybody who is. Mm-hmm. I turn to somebody and I said, yo, what is going on? Like, is God awake? What, like, we're about to win the World Series. <laughs> is this happening? This can't possibly be happening. Nah. And all of a sudden, the rain came in. All of a sudden, the ball got, like, booted. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it's tied, and mm-hmm. they're canceling the rest of the game. And they didn't even call it off that night. They called it off the next night. Right. And I was like, I'm telling you, man, like, this shit is weird. Like, I'm starting element. to believe in, like, real outside forces in life. <laughs> and to wait till October 29th, 2008, we won. The coolest game ever, because if you remember, it started – in the bottom of the seventh inning. No other game have you ever gone to where the home team bats first. Right. Jeff Jenkins led off with a double. And that place was fucking Mardi Gras. And it never really stopped. And, uh, you know, you mentioned being on Broad Street. I live, you know, I'm only three blocks from Broad Street here. We had gone out to Broad Street for every successive series win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Dodgers series, there was a lot of people out there. When they won that night, we walked all we, we drank champagne in the in the parking lot. Streets. Locker. We treated it like a locker room. We had champagne <laughs> chilling. We popped corks, sprayed it all over everybody who stayed for like 45 minutes. Because that's how winners do. It was great. That's how winners do. We walked all the way down broad back to here. Right. I must have I must have hit slap fives with twenty thousand people I just walking around. I right? can't say Got here and uh, that was just a great night. And if you recall, just so two days later was the parade, yep. Halloween, mm-hmm. and then a short Damn, no, Saturday, Sunday. Time, Four days later, Obama won the presidency, and we were back on Broadway. Back outside, so, and I'm yo, glad I, you bring that up, because at Dell State, we were right back yo, outside. Me and Petey Weems, shout out to Petey Weems, friend of the pod, we used to say, we we are on Broad daily. Like, like we, you know, shout out to the Beast Boys, we're like, uh, I'm sorry, shout out to Sir Mexico. we're mm-hmm. like, my pasta's on Broad Street. Like, at all Damn, they should have did that back in the day. Should've. They should have did when the, when the when the Phillies won, and the next time, well, I shouldn't say the next time when the Eagles finally do win, y'all should have something going on saying my posse's on bro- or Broad Street. But it, so to all those people in Chicago, you know, I say enjoy that shit. I I know what that felt like. To I mean, I saw reports today that people were going up to uh, the wall on she- you know the Sheffield the Sheffield side of, the, yeah. of Wrigley. And they were writing names of deceased relatives on the wall and marker and chalk. Like How cool is that, man? It's straight memorial. Like, if you say sports doesn't matter or sports are corny, that, that shit transcends. Like, that's, it it definitely that's some deep stuff. It's a break from average life, man. And that's why we like to bless people with the sports bar. Because it's a little break from average life. It's even a break of our normal podcast. You know what I mean? Some Absolutely. people listen to us strict, strictly for the picks. Some people listen for our sports expertise. Are people making money off of y'all's picks? Tremaine. Yeah. Tremaine's record against the spread, his little like lead pipe. We call we call it the no, lead no, no, pipe no, no, no. lock. I call mine a direct deposit. Lock. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn, direct deposit. So his I'm about seven and one. His pick seven and one. I'm a little. I'm 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 not gonna lie. If you take my advice, you be don't out. get mad. You might be in the red. Wow. But Maine was in the black this season. Yeah, yeah. So I could pay my mortgage off Tremaine's picks. I'm here for the people, man. That's what it's about. Man, I do appreciate that. You know I do appreciate a good pick. Absolutely. But we're going we're gonna to get into our picks a little later, but first we're going to touch on, and I know it's a, a touchy subject for mm. you guys. All right. I mean, the Jets got the dub this week. That's not touchy for me. 
But the Eagles, y'all did not get the dub this week. Hold on. The y'all. Like, y'all, y'all Eagles. I'm burgering all day. Yeah, both of y'all Eagles. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all. Now, I just want to be firmly on the record. My favorite team and my least favorite team are the same team. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. If they were my wife, I would have left her. Decades ago. That's how it is, man. That's how. But you're a loyal fan, man. You're sticking through. I'm not a loyal. I'm not a loyal. I am. I'm loyal to the laundry. I root for Philadelphia. I root for the Eagles to win solely so the people that I know in my life who care a lot are happy. Okay. And I know the Halo is in Dallas, and it was tough on Sunday night. How do y'all feel about the game? Maybe we're not on the same team. Hold up. We got. We got to throw this reverse. So you is or you not? My favorite team and my least favorite team are the same team. I can respect that. Like the only team I care about when they fuck up is the Eagles. The only team I would ever root for in any capacity are the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Like the Andy Reid years, like I hated them. I mean, they're mine. It's like a family member that you're not getting along with. You know what? I, I understand. I, I had to just hear it again. I understand. <laughs> I, 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 I had to make sense. I was really – hold on. I just – my whole feeling changed for a second. I got you. But no, I, now, now we share the same sentiment. Yeah. The only fourth – I don't really care enough to hate in sports. The only four sports teams that I actually hate are the Dallas Cowboys – the New York Giants, the New Yankees. York Yankees. Oh my God! What's on the same page? And the Duke Blue Devils. I gotta show you a tweet from probably 2007. All four. I think I got about the top ten. No, I think I got the top five. And four of those teams was on my yeah. top five. The Mets would be up there too if I if I cared. I think I might have gone the Knicks just off the street. The Knicks if they mattered. If the Sixers right, or right, the Knicks right. mattered, which neither has in so long, and that would be so far up there. Right. And right. it's mainly based on their fans, right? Like you hate teams based on their fans. Well, that's how I hate. That's why I hate the Eagles, honestly. I hate y'all. No, I get it. Like, and sure. I hate the Cowboys fans. That's Cowboy right. Fans but I hate the Cowboys too, also. I feel like y'all, you know what? I feel like the Eagles should really hate Giants fans. That's where the, I don't get the rivalry. Like They matter more. What, the Giants? To me, they matter more. Because I, I have mean, friends yeah, that are local that are from all New York. Giants yeah, yeah, yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dallas, plus, you don't closer. think about Dallas in any other capacity other than the Cowboys, right? I no, never no, think, no, like, no. oh, Dallas is a shitty city. Like, Dallas Back doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me at all other than the Cowboys. Right. Had they realigned in the 70s, our whole life would be different. We wouldn't even think about Dallas. But the fact that we've been stuck with them in this fucking professional football division is the randomest thing, and I fucking hate them. Sorry. They shouldn't even be here now we think about it. They no. should probably be in the fucking they really should NFC South, I guess. They shouldn't. <laughs> but they would net. So that's one of the strongest, most, you know, long standing traditions. So Why when the they. Fuck are they on your well, when, they redid, think about it. when they redid the divisions, well, they redid the divisions twice. Right. Once when I was. In high school. So once in the late 90s, when Jacksonville and Carolina came in the league, they switched some stuff up. Right. And then they went to, they went to the four divisions of four in uh-huh. both. Uh-huh. And they were like, you know, no Washington fan was going to not have Dallas. No Giants fan was not. Like, that, that was such a premier rivalry. Right. They were like, we got, we're not going to put Dallas with the Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? what they, they, now that I think about the longevity of it, because I actually like watching NFC East games. So I like yeah. watching divisional games. I like watching Cowboys-Giants or Eagles-Cowboys or Giants. Like I, I like that. Even the Redskins. I like watching y'all because to me, they're very competitive games. Absolutely. I don't think y'all the best. Like the NFC East is the best division in football, sure. but I feel like it's one of the most competitive divisions. Absolutely. And that can kind of come and go, right? Yeah. I've always thought it was cool that like – the way the style of football that you play in the NFL is like cultural based on your division, yeah. right? You don't really, there's something yeah. about that. Most there's definitely. nothing about the teams in the NFC East that make you play a certain way. There's nothing about Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Cincinnati and Baltimore that makes them tougher than everybody else. It's just it's they play in cold weather and right. they always play each other. And they then, because they play each other twice a year, right? 
they have to kind of draft based on their most frequent opponents, whatever. So it becomes like the whole cultural way that that division plays. And I just think that's cool. I, I agree with you. You know what I mean? I agree with you. Like, you even look at the Eagles. Well, that's how it is. You draft the team because you have to play them. Not only do you have to play them twice a year, but you also have to worry about them and beating them to make the playoffs. Sure. Either winning the division or getting the wild card. And maybe even playing them in the playoffs. And maybe even playing them in the playoffs. Like, to me, whenever we get a chance to play, and it doesn't happen that often, when we play New York or Dallas in the playoffs, that's like, that's like special. You know, I don't care if we play. Like, the year Chip Kelly lost to New Orleans. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Like Nobody wants to or lose yeah. or whatever. But, like, had that been a Dallas game at yeah, home? Like, for instance, the vet game. The game that closed the vet against that vet. Mm-hmm. The worst, maybe the worst sports loss. That Joe Garrett Vicious. Yeah, other than, maybe, other than maybe the Joe Carter home run in 93 for the Phillies. Maybe the most single devastating. Did he have three that day? Did he have three touchdowns that He might have. Uh, it was 10 nothing. I mean, either way, the run, I can still see Rondé Barber running towards the end. That's the score? It, it ended in 10 nothing. No, it was 10 nothing. Eagles... Oh, we got to 10 nothing straight off the bat. And then it was third and – God, Eagles fans will kill me on this. It's like third and 17 or third and 19. And Joe Joe Vicious goes for just went a off. gazillion yards. Went off, Touchdown. Anyway, um, had that loss been to Dallas, had Dallas shut down the vet, man, that some of those Joe pals would have just – they would have lit the place on fire. They just sat in there. They would have bombed They the wouldn't have even left the building. They would have just burned down with it. So, yeah, no. So I, I love the passion about – but, I mean, that – I, can't, I actually watched this week mainly because it was Dallas. Of course, know? it's Dallas week. And you hear it, mind you, I work for a Philadelphia sports station. So, like, it's Dallas week. Everything's bumped up. Everything's more hype. But, like, coming away from uh, from this week, like, what were your takeaways on the game? First of all, I give my I like to give my outside take first Please. because I'm not a fan no, of, go ahead. of the Eagles nor Dallas. I'm a Jet fan, so Please, it's completely go outside. Sure. I feel like both coaches were um, came up short. Mm. Not just the Eagles coach. But Dallas coach. But specifically the Eagles coach. But go ahead. Yes, coach. But see, if Dallas lost, Jason Garrett would have a lot to do with that. Jason also. Garrett sucks. Yeah, he, he really does. He really the does. The second but they best have coach talent. in Eagles history is Jason Garrett. That's a, and that's ugly. So, like, my thing is a lot of times during the game, they didn't rely on, like, a run game that was working very well. Zeke Elliott is a, is a football player. Yeah. He's, pretty, he's pretty goddamn good. Yeah. So when they got in the red zone, they were playing with Dak Prescott like he was Tony Romo, letting him throw and all that stuff. Now, granted, Dak is – he's far outperformed what I ever thought he would be. Sure. But at the end of the day, he's still a rookie. He's throwing different looks. He might struggle. So the fact that they were trying to use him like Tony Romo, it kind of backfired on him. That's when you get them red zone picks. That's when you get in the red zone and you only score three points instead of actually scoring 14. Sure. If they would have did that earlier in the game, then there might not have been a game. The same way if the Eagles would have did a couple things different and different coaching decisions, it might not have been such a close game and they might not have been in the position to give up a 10-point lead. I agree. So, you know, both you can look at it both ways. That's why I never – and I, I, I just started saying this. You can never put the game on the coach. It's always on the players, especially in games like this. Players make plays. So you can't say, oh, man, Doug should kick the field goal. No, Wendell Smallwood shouldn't have fucking fumbled the ball. Or, oh, no, you can't. I mean, that's always fair. I, I think that there's multiple contributing factors to anything. True. Um, when stuff gets down to, you know, big-time decisions, like I, I haven't listened to these Joe Pals all week on 610, but. Yeah, I try not to. I'm assuming, I mean, you might read the paper. You have to be around. I have to. You have to be around the coverage at least a little bit, right? A little bit. They have to be killing him for not calling those timeouts for 30 seconds. Like timeouts that. for 30 seconds. Here's what they're killing Was him. there any, can you explain to me? You're talking about at the end of the second. Was there any justification? End of the regulation. Oh, oh, yeah, right, right. They had time. 
I'm not a big like I don't care about those. All right. What was the downside to using them? of using it? You can't take them with you. You can't take them with them. The downside is you stop the clock, you run a play, and then run your running backs or somebody else fumbles, and then they get the ball and they kick. A they could have blocked the punt. Like they could have. Right. You're 100 sure, right. Sure. But when you when it's tie game and we're going to overtime, fuck it. This mind you, before then, each team had two series to make a game winning drive and get in field goal position. Right. Both teams didn't do anything. So at that point, fuck it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit drunk. Wasn't Dallas on like their own 25? Which one on the game tying drive? Yeah, or? when the timeouts could have been used, like they weren't doing. They were clearly oh, not. Nah, even, they weren't even trying to win. Yeah, the game. y'all would have got good field position. I don't think so they were on the, the twenty five, but they might have been a little bit deeper because I think, matter of fact, y'all y'all blitzed them heavy, and they might have been on like their thirty, so they would have punted. But it's just too much shit, man. It's too much. I understand where you're talking about because you got scrolls back there. You can do a little thing. Scrolls. I feel that, but from a coach's standpoint, fuck it. Let's get the overtime. Flip this, put it back in my defense hands. Because if you listen to Doug, the only reason he didn't kick a field goal is because it's defense. He was like, I wanted to pin him deep and let my defense keep him down there, even though they had a, they started on the ten and scored the game to tying touchdown. Right. But if you're thinking about that, then all right, at the end of regulation, I'm gonna say I don't want no more mistakes from my O. We're gonna take it into overtime. If they do win the coin toss, they gotta start deep, and my defense is gonna win the game. The problem is the defense didn't win the game, which brings me back. Yeah, please. People have been talking about the Eagles' defense, and ah, that's the strong point of the team. It's strong. It's not the strong point of the team. No. To me, in the, in the NFL that's in 2016, you cannot win without strong secondary. Right. Your secondary is not strong. So I have a personal – I have a uh, – what do they call that? A disclosure, okay. if you will. A great, great dear friend of mine coaches the Eagles' secondary. Okay. So I will not be taking shots don't comment on this podcast. It's cool. Don't, don't and that's my man. And I'm telling you, every mistake they make is not because of his scheming or whatever. And I, w- I would have to agree with you. He's the man. So I don't even know the dude. Shouts to C. Unlin. He is the man. Oh, for real? He's my guy. Oh, okay. He's, he'll never hear this. He's one of the coolest people around. I know he's one of the – I know he's a great coach. It's not his fault. He got he got young players. He got rookies. Man, you got to teach him. He, you got to coach him up. I know – I I – Playing football, I know he has to coach him up. It's a lot of work. Just like Greg Lewis, right? Greg Lewis is the wide receiver coach. G. Lou is the wide receivers coach? Yeah, he's their wide receiver coach. What? I had no idea. So, like, the receiver, G. the receivers, man, you can't, first of all, there's so many of them that you can't spend so much individual time on. Right. Te- like, first of all, we're in the NFL. So, I shouldn't be coaching you technique right off the gate. You should come in here and sure. know that I should be focused on you motivating you, schemes. That's it, man. Right. Schemes, yep. which are how you can. So, like, Jordan Matthews, I can't teach you how to catch a ball. You're mm-hmm. in the NFL. You should know how to catch a ball. Correct. You know what I mean? So, I, I can't. Like, I, I don't fault the coaches like that, but different shit during the game. Um, and some of that comes from the defensive coach. coordinator, too. You know, like, for instance, when Bill Davis was here last year, like, yeah. I know – shit, I've I said too much. But, like, sometimes they're not – like, the scheme can sometimes dictate what, what the secondary is doing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, I don't know enough about the new guy. Schwartz, man. He's Schwartz, he'll have blitzes. He'll blitz heavy. He doesn't like blitzing, but when they do blitz heavy, ironically, when y'all did blitz, y'all were a little like it rattled Dak Prescott. When y'all right. didn't blitz, he was able to sit back there and pick and it up. And that's gonna expose your secondary, right? I'm just assuming if you blitz heavy. So like no, 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 that all no, goes hand in hand. Nah. It's actually it could it's twofold. So if you blitz heavy, the quarterback doesn't have a lot of time. Right. So if you have a good quarterback like Tom but Brady, if he does Aaron Rodgers, if they if pick he up has the time, then that could especially with a younger quarterback. That can be detrimental or that can have a negative effect because he can just sit back there, pick you apart. You got comeback routes. If he has a lot of time, 
you're asking your corners right. to cover for a long period of time, which is never good. Sure. And like, they're not going to look good based on the fact that you missed your blitz. Absolutely not. But they're never going to get the glory when your blitz hits. Absolutely not. So that's that's kind of like a thankless job. It's like when Rex Ryan was on the, uh, the Jets defensive coordinator, right? One reason why the secondary was so good because our pass rush was so good. Right. So we were getting sacked. So quarterback would only have he, quarterback would literally have to get the ball out three seconds or less. Right. Our corners have to cover for three seconds. Right. It's really not a lot if you have good technique and good – you can cover somebody for three seconds. Sure. The problem with when you send the blitz and you don't get there – now you have your corners on the island, and you're not getting there. The quarterback can see it. You got man coverage. All right, he beat him on an in route. Bam. And that's, that's, what, what, that's what happened this week. Absolutely. Know. Absolutely. And he, he was picking y'all apart. The, the, the problem that happened this week to me was when y'all blitzed, it was successful. And when y'all didn't, it wasn't. And I don't think Swartz did a good job of integrating that. I think he should have blitzed a little bit more and sent the house because it's a young quarterback. You send the house at a young quarterback, he's going to start dancing around. If you remember that last drive, I think, that Brian ran a post and he was so wide open. Mm -hmm. And the only reason he didn't hit him is because Jim Swartz brought seven people and Dak just like just tried to get it out and it dropped right in front of Des Bryant. Who do you think, so if this was a seesaw, should the Eagles feel worse about winning this game or should Dallas feel better about winning it? I think like who well you know what let's say it was reversed you who know what I had a problem more? you know what I had a problem I don't think anybody blew the game I think Dallas won it right you know who um what I have a problem with though and it was after the game the Eagles players really got in front of cam the camera and said we were the better team tonight they just won no you were not the better team because the beautiful thing about sports is the better team always usually wins, wins. And the beautiful thing about gambling, if gambling were legal in America, is that spread was five, and the only way in hell Dallas was getting that cover was to tie that game. When it went to overtime. Then go to overtime, then get a touchdown. And that's what happened. That's crazy. But a lot of people with dead Dallas money got out of there. Like Absolutely. That's that's like robbing a bank, getting that money on Dallas. Pretty much. That's the you see you're more you're more fluent in the, in the gambling thing. I'm gonna just check in from time to time. It's an check. interesting thing to keep an eye on. You know? We'll get to you. We'll get to your left pipe blocks in a, <laughs> in a little bit. But the the I really that I really had a problem with that because I feel like like even Fletcher Cox and we were the best team out there. No, yeah, you weren't. Yeah. You lost. There's you no know? reason to say that. There's nothing to be gained from saying Would dumb it? shit like that. Either. Right. But and I'll tell you where it comes from. You can say, hey, I think we left some opportunities on the table. That's it. That's all you have to say. There's and then no it's like, you know what they did? Which that. they did. But right. you can't be the best team and fumble when you have a ten point or a, a touchdown lead and give the team. You can't be the you can't be the best team in the game when you give up a ninety yard drive to. to you can't tie be the best the team in the game when you lost the game. Period. Period, and that's all that. You might be the better of the two teams, but you certainly weren't the better t- team on that particular game because you lost at all. And here we go. So, Jermaine, what are your thoughts on this uh, past Sunday? Yeah, Jermaine, you've been awful quiet, man. You have. Life hits you fast, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Those are my thoughts about this past Sunday and this past moment. <laughs> but no, nah, man, seriously, like uh, Eagles and Cowboys. I look forward to it the, the whole week, the whole season. Soon as you get the soon as you get the schedule, this is the game you look forward to. All right, right, right. I was doing everything in my power to get out there to Dallas. Uh huh. Really? Hindsight, I'm happy I didn't go. Yeah, fuck that. I couldn't even handle going to Washington and losing. So for me, for me to fly over to Dallas and losing, especially in this manner, would have definitely been a problem. Plane might have went down. But I mean, let's get straight to it. All right, Damn. this is my thing. We can complain about the play calls. We can complain about not calling the, timeout. 
not we can complain about all these things. Well, even before we get to that point, we can play. We can, we can complain about the play calling. We can complain about our wide receivers, uh, Lane Johnson. We can play. We can we can't complain about all these things. But first of all, is we're not even supposed to be in this. We're not even supposed to have the record we're having. We have. We're not even supposed to be as competitive as we are. Okay. But with all that being said, we were up ten points in the fourth quarter with the ball. Yes. Right. So with these receivers, with these play calls, it was working. We were controlling the game. Sure. Which is one thing we had to do because they were the ones with the dangerous running game. Best offensive line, right. best running back, blase, blase, blase. Right. We were in control. Okay. So to me, the turning point was the fourth and eight. Mm-hmm. I can't get mad at them. I, I didn't even see that coming uh-huh. from my couch. <laughs> oh, the fake punt. The fake punt. The fourth and eight, fake the punt. It's a big punt. They got three points out of it. That kept them in the ball game. I saw the uh, who was NBC Sports. They had the the wired like players were wired up. So like Brandon Graham and Connor Barnes celebrating like yeah we got them off the field. Right. Fake punt runs right behind him. Like right. God, damn. Right. So no, that was a big play. Nobody saw that coming. That was a big play. The fumble to uh, Smallwood. Smallwood. Big play. People want to criticize that. Oh, why is he getting his first carry in the fourth? Blase, blase. Listen, this is football, people. He's, He's a running a back. Player. Right. Um, he didn't sit the bench the whole fourth quarter and we called him up to shoot a three-pointer to win the game. <laughs> we simply handed the ball off to him. Right. At the end of the day, the Eagles have learned how to finish. That's what it comes down to. I Same thing it. in Detroit. You got you to finish the, the, the ball game. I mm-hmm. and, um, and and that's what it comes down to. And that's what hurts so much, so bad to me is because it was fucking, you're up 10 in the fourth quarter, bro. Terrible that loss. Be, that should be a win. Terrible loss. So then you want to criticize the play call on third and six where we threw the screen pass. Josh off missed the block. People don't realize that. We want to point point out the Casey. I meant to um. It was Aguilar. Kelsey. I think it was Aguilar missed that block. I'm pretty sure it was Huff. I was going to say, Huff's not missing any more blocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's a wrap for that. He's, he's about to be black, back on the block. But um, <laughs> even after that, people was like, well, how come he didn't kick the field goal? If he did kick it and he missed, you're going to complain about that. So my point is, football is football. We didn't finish. We should have finished. Players make plays. All right. I can't possibly argue with the two statements that football is football and we didn't make plays. And that's what it comes down to. Now, I'm salty. I'm, don't get me wrong. I was tight, bro. I really can't even elaborate on the game because I'm going off my mental memory. Because when the game ended, when he hit Whitney wide open, I might have turned the TV off before the ball, he, before he even caught the ball. Because he was wide-ass open. We, we, we knew that. We, we knew the outcome. I love the fact that you still care. Honestly, I really do. I mean, I wish I didn't. I wish these guys didn't mean so Come much to Come to me. my side, man. Come to my side where I don't lose sleep over this. Like, I, it doesn't make any difference to me. Um, I don't know. It just... Maybe he needs some more years. I mean, maybe tonight when he hits 30, maybe, it's going to hit him. That's what it'll be. I think that's I mean, what it is. I cared when I was 30. The sleep wasn't affected, to be honest, but the sickness and disgust I felt. Like, did you wake up angry like one of those I did. That's the next what I was about to say, like, yo. Doesn't say hello to people on the coffee line the next day because the Eagles lost. Were you one of those? Man, like, no. See, I don't want to be that guy. You so don't want to be that I'll, guy. I'll make sure I'll say hello and act pleasant, but right. I can't lie to myself. The feeling I had in my stomach, bro. And just my mood, like, I just felt so disappointed. I wake up to these like angry. My father's seventy years old. I wake up to these text messages that are just so angry. Like the man's life is simple. He's been retired for a decade. I wake up to like they blew it. I don't like this guy. Expletive this that whatever. And I was just like, right. These people are affected by this shit. Man. I can't. I can't bring myself to have that level I of really, angst anymore. I gotta show him a clip. Of me. I have a good life. Four years ago, I gotta show him a clip. Of four years. Oh, ago. it was even worse. This is a, this is a video of me clip of me on um on Sports Center. Oh. Oh, Back no. when they used to do a sound check at the games. No, no, you were on, you, it was there. I was that kid who, like, so the, we, we were talking about the Ronde Barber game. Yeah. I didn't buy tickets to that game because they were $400 and I was 22 years old and I graduated that week. Uh-huh. I didn't have any money. 
I watched the first quarter of that game outside my parents' house through a glass window because I felt like that should be the penance for having not gone down there with going my down. brethren. Yeah. The thought of standing outside <laughs> to watch a fucking Eagles game now makes me want to like jump out of the window. Like that's I can't imagine caring that much. Bro. But I do I do respect the fact that people hey, I don't care, man. On the on the other note, we just bad Eagles bad for a couple minutes, but shout out to the Jets. They got a dub. Yeah, and we on our way back to Jets. and we on our way back to five hundred. I mean, like I said, exactly. I try to I try to keep it hundred on this podcast. Please and do. you did say the Jets due to the schedule the, the Jets would do well and the Eagles would fall off. But the Eagles are done. It, it's happening. It is happening. The Eagles are done. But it really shouldn't be happening if you really think about it. Okay? The, the, the schedule got tougher. But football, football. There's no need to talk the about Eagles, it. The happened. Eagles schedule from here on out is death. It's, it's rough. Tough. Y'all had the... Listen, we had the toughest That's schedule That's why you got to win these games to get Y'all the got the toughest. Exactly. Right. That's why these bad losses don't... They don't fly. Right, right. I'd rather you just rock me. Blow me out. Like, but that's that, not even being a game. This last loss wasn't a... It was a bad loss when the game started. But it's, when you look at it, Cowboys, Eagles, it's not a bad uh, loss. Things change. It's like a poker hand. It changes with every card that comes out when you're up 10 in the fourth quarter. You should win. You, you should win that game. You, you, right. you, should, right. you, you should win that game. So let's get into the picks, man. Please. Let's get see. into the picks this week. I want to know what Tremaine, Tremaine's going to pay my mortgage this month with this pick. The lead pipe. We're going to get a lead pipe. Yeah, yeah. Take a look. Oh, later. Yeah, right. you over here. So so last week we went 7 and 9, including with the tie. Because we had the tie. I went 7 and 9. Tremaine went 7 and 9. Actually, that was the first week that I believe he either tied me or well, period, got close to what I did because normally I put up like 10, not, 8. It's not that good. Gentlemen, with all due respect, 79 is not paying my bills. You're right. It's not. So in the general picks, Bill has me beat. Uh, I got to tie this These beat, are 79 so. without the spread, William? Right, right. Yeah. Head up. No, no. Straight so up. I'm 0-8 against him. I'm 0-8-1. <laughs> <laughs> 7-9 without but, the spread? Without the spread. And you want my money? <laughs> what? I'm, Jesus. I'm 7-1. All right, go ahead. Tell me. Go ahead. Go with what you got. So let's go. First game, actually, it's tonight, and it's on. It's going on right now. I don't even know the score. No, but it does. We're not it's watching. Atlanta Bucks. Where is it? Ricky, shut your ass up. Like, Excuse nah, me. We doing these picks over Shit. here, man. Nah, you can talk in the background. Nobody gonna hear. So all right, first you got Atlanta, and just just try to keep it down. Over just where is it? Atlanta, Tampa Bay. It's in Tampa Bay. Turn back to the game. Let me get a look. Nah, nah, no look, no look right now. I believe it's tied up. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Kev's going with Atlanta. I I like that pick. I like that pick. I'm going to go with Atlanta also. Atlanta at the crib against Tampa Bay? Nah, nah. Tampa Bay's home. What quarter is it? Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me who you think will. I'm going to take Atlanta at the crib. I'm going to take Atlanta at Tampa Bay. All three with the sweep? Yeah. Nobody wants to lose. Nobody. All right, so next you got Pittsburgh, Baltimore. I'm going Pittsburgh. It's in Baltimore. Divisional game. Um, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Okay, we agree right here. Kevin's going Pittsburgh. What you going? I'm going Baltimore. Oh, he doesn't want to be part. And that may be my biggest problem. With yeah, that is because <laughs> once somebody makes a pick, here's Jermaine's problems with the pick. Agreeing is not interesting. He doesn't it's like agreeing, and plus, whenever an NFC East opponent comes along. He's always going to go against the team. If it's in, unless it's the Eagles, if it's the Giants, he's going against whoever the Giants or he's going with the, whoever the Giants is playing. Interesting. That may be the scouting report. But that's that's the theory that's not which I'm supposed to give you two money. Listen, listen, Dallas, Cleveland, Tremaine. Who are you picking? No, Dallas, Cleveland. But in you never Cleveland? know. It's... In Cleveland, Tremaine, who are you picking? You know what? I just feel like special time in Cleveland right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm taking Dallas, man. Uh, are you sure? Shout out to the Cowboys. Dallas for sure. <laughs> Fuck Dallas, man. I'm going Dallas. You know what? Everybody's going Dallas. I will tell you that every week that uh, – oh, actually, y'all didn't win this, so never mind. 
Next wow. Jackson, Jacksonville Chiefs. I'm taking Chiefs. Chiefs. You got to tell me where we at. We at the crib? Who, who, who at the Doesn't crib? matter. The first, the sec- whoever the second team is, is the home team. So Jacksonville Chiefs. I see how you did that. It's clever way. Right, I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Everybody's Chiefs. Everybody's we gonna, everybody's everybody's gonna stay on the. Look at this. No, listen, when I'm well, I'm, well, he's not gonna pick the, pick when the I'm Jets the next game. I'm gonna glad to be undefeated with you. <laughs> the next game is Jets Dolphins. I'm picking Jets, as everybody knows. Tremaine's not gonna pick the Jets. I like the Dolphins. Not gonna pick. Oh, y'all are wrong. All right, it's in Miami too, but y'all gonna y'all gonna lose that one. We gonna hit 350 on the ground with y'all. True, true, true. true. All right, Philly Giants. Who y'all got? Eagles, okay. New York Giants. Ooh, okay. Okay. I took the Giants, too. So hey, there's man. Uh, lower your expectations. You don't be disappointed. That's right. I like your method. Under promise, <laughs> over-delivered William. Mm. Next. Mm, I like that. Detroit, Minnesota. Divisional rivalry. Minnesota for me. Yeah, me too. I'm going Detroit. Contrarian views. I mean, Stafford is hot. He's, he's on the road. Next. Bradford. I don't know about him. They, go, they got to wake up soon. Carolina. Rams. Carolina in LA. For me. Fuck Cam and fuck LA. It cancels out. Cancels out. Was it a tie? It was going to be four straight weeks. So the better team. Can't. All right, there you go. It always goes to the better quarter. He told me that, actually. He would say, I always go to the better quarter. Did you see Cam's the other night? He was tripping. Awesome. Was he trying to dress like the Joker, or was that just the... I think it was. I think because it was around Halloween. I think he really wanted you to give him Either that or AK. Of course. He's light-skinned. I got to. Fair enough. So, uh, are we all Carolina? I feel like I should be the biggest camp fan in here, then. You should. You really should. Were we all Carolina right there? I certainly was. Yeah, that's a Carolina. All right, all right. First of all, let me speak on Cam Newton. Please. Ref's got to put some respect on that man's name. Yeah, I, I do. So, you know me. I think Cam Newton is one of the corniest people that lives. <laughs> he's also one of the most... Oh. I'm sorry. Someone had to clear this. Yeah, I don't know. I also think he's one of the best players in the league. And I think he's 100% right with this. And let's face it. I'm the white person in the room. I will discuss the fact that it's... The people didn't know that. certainly... Well, they do now. There's multiple people in this room. I am the whitest and possibly the whitest by far. Cam Newton's... The refing of Cam Newton is at least partially racially driven. Thank you. You know what? For some... It's true. For a non-African American <laughs> For the whitest person. Even though you might have... You have some of the most blackest listening tendencies that I know as far as music... For a white person to say that, I really appreciate it. I mean, what else is there? Let's be honest. What else? If you look at, like, what's going on, if if Tony Romo was getting hit like that, all, if Tom Brady was getting hit Tom like Brady that. Tom Brady got touched on his hip and they threw a football. Now, listen. Mind you, I don't like Camden, but I don't like a lot of football players. You're just keeping it real. The guy gets, you can't, it's like, you know, when Shaq was in the league, right, you had to officiate him differently because he is, he was more athletically gifted than a lot of people in the league. Right. Cam Newton is bigger than a lot of quarterbacks. He's a lot faster than a lot of quarterbacks. That doesn't give you the right to hit him in different places and in different ways. And frankly, I think his complaining falls on deaf ears. Far be it from me to, to call the reverse race car, but I'm telling you right now, a lot of the shit with Cam Newton is 1000% based in some race shit, period. I, and I would 100% agree with you, and it feels refreshing for somebody to say that. Now, let me say this. If Cam Newton was white, and they still had these issues, I still think it'd be somewhat based on the fact that he's difficult to officiate because of his tools. Of side, but yeah. they still have to figure that out. True. Just because he's yeah. bigger doesn't give you the right to go at somebody's knees. Absolutely. So Hopefully uh, they figure that shit out, because I'm tired of saying it, and he's the, my starting fantasy quarterback, and I need him to do well, so... There's that. I didn't realize that was such a thing, but I did see this week that he was a little upset about it, and I'm with, I'm with him 100% on that. Yeah, no doubt. He was Fuck, I can't believe I'm with him on anything. <laughs> so, next game. Next game. New Orleans. 
versus the 49ers in the Bay. Tell me when to go. I'm going New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints. Right? Ain't no going Saints. I'm going um, San Fran. The favorite too. There we go. San Fran, you going Cap? Wait, you're checking the favorites? Oh, no. I thought I'm going. Uh, yeah, I'm going Cap. You're going Cap? I like that decision, actually. I really do. So we got Titans, Chargers. Two teams that keep picking and they both keep losing. I'm going San Diego. Chargers. Chargers? I'm going to take Tennessee. You're going to go Tennessee? Yeah, just to be. Kev, of, of the Titans and Chargers, who would you like? I'm going to go home team because I have no vibe. San Diego. San Diego? I literally have. I couldn't have less of a vibe on that game. Really? I don't think I've watched one play of either of those teams. <laughs> so go ahead. Trust me, you don't have. You don't need to. Colts Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay. A-Rod's feeling himself. I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm also going Green Bay. It looks to me that when I watch the Colts this year, luck is struggling. And luck is over. Oh, I've said this notoriously. I've called Andrew Luck overrated. Okay. And I stand by it. All right. Sometimes when you start out hot like that, you know, you get tendency. There's a tendency to get pegged as like, you know, you're cool. The greatest ever. Or yeah, the next Joe cool, Montana you know, or the next John Elway. Yeah, or until like something else goes wrong. And I feel like enough has started to go wrong that it's time to like, it's it's time to change that perception of Andrew Luck. But it's it's not fully there yet. Yeah, and it ain't going to get there. I think people definitely crowned him before he needed to be crowned. And that's probably crowned not his fault, but crown him if you want to. I'm he is not. who we thought he is. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, Denver, Oakland. Yo, I picked Denver. I'm switching it. I'm going Oakland. Yo, Oakland, Oakland finds ways to win. Oakland has cost me so much money this year. They find ways to win, dog. We could put an addition onto this room right now. With, some, <laughs> like, with a lot better accoutrements, if you will. Um, I'm going Denver because... Wait, no, it's Oakland's home? Yeah. Fuck it, I hate Oakland. I'm going Denver. Denver? Yeah. I still like the pick, but I just wanted to go off the beaten path because I like Oakland. Oakland really, they just find ways to win, dog. Okay. Carr looked good last game. That was he like 513 yards. Second or third time, I like, really watched him in a live yeah. game, not checking the highlights. When the chip's down, he plays well. It's one thing that, okay, watch the highlights of somebody at over 513, but to watch it live, I mean, every time he dropped back, it looked good, like, like a jump shot. Like it looked good every time he dropped back and he was just going somewhere where it wasn't yeah. holding it. I'm like, man, this boy's a quarterback. And he's heavy in God, so I think he got God. Take, he got I'm a Tebow factor. I'm going to take Denver, though. But oh, I like that boy Carr. He's heavy in God, huh? Yeah, he is. Wow. And giving back. So God favors him more than other people. Absolutely. Okay. That's well, where I'm going. Good with. for him. And that's why he's going to win. Because God understand. loves Derek Carr. I understand. And, and God I loves love God, too. And look what's going on with me right now. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You're about to be 30, man. It's peaks Hope and valleys. So. You're blessed. Not if I go home, I won't make it to 30. <laughs> You're blessed. <laughs> it's peaks and valleys, though. There are peaks and valleys. All right, Buffalo. Buffalo and Seattle? I put St. Louis, but it's Seattle. Are you Buffalo sure? Seattle. Seattle for me. Seattle? I got Seattle, too. <laughs> Buffalo if it's St. Louis, though, for sure. Nah, it's not St. Louis. Louis. All right, cool. St. Louis, yeah. I don't have a team anymore. Yeah. I'm going to take, um, yeah. I already have a team. Yeah, That's year, how you know it's not St. Louis. All year, I say, I've been saying St. Louis. We're already here talking about LA. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take Seattle. All right, so what's this down here? This is lock of the week. Yeah, we got to go to to the lock of the week. Direct now, deposit, people. The, the direct deposit lock of the week. I'm going to give it to Tremaine. Is like, this with a line or is this like a money line? Thing? This, is with the, this is with the line. All y'all went to Seattle, right? I ain't God, ready. I'm ready to pay mortgages. You're welcome, people. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Now, I must say, I'm digging deep in the crate for this one. I'm going up and down the board. There's nothing I'm loving. There isn't anything I'm loving. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking, I'm searching, I'm looking, I'm searching. Got to take care of the people. Now, again, I'm going to give you an easy one. You got the Giants minus two. I'm going to take, take them birds because we're going to be all right in New York this wow. week. Mm. But 
my direct deposit lock of the week is going to have to be the Colts going into Green Bay. All right. What are they getting? Green Bay is getting six and a half. Green Bay is giving six and a half. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So is that still your lock of the week? Yes. You want the Colts plus six and a half? Yes. Okay. That's in Lambo. lock of the week. Are you right? Direct, in direct deposit. Direct, direct deposit. Let me that. Mayno. Colts plus six and a half. Um, give me the line on Minnesota. I was looking at that. The line on the Minnesota game, Lions, is six. Vikings, right. favored by six. Lock of the week, Minnesota, and special money, Minnesota money line. Oh, man. You going with the money line? Money line, too. Which is probably doing? like minus three. I, I'm not familiar with the money line, but you want, you want Minnesota plus six, or minus six. Six-point favorite, huh? I'm going to go. I was looking at that. I'm not going to lie. As I look up and down. <laughs> These uh, lines. It's not a lot of wiggle, wiggle room. Um, the Browns game. See, Browns stay in games and they get blown out late. But I think the Cowboys could actually lose that game at one point. All they just need to make is a bad play. So I'm going to go with the Broncos Raiders. Oakland's favored by a point. I think Broncos are going to win that by a field goal. I like that, actually. That was that was the second on my list. That's my auxiliary. That's like if you've already paid your bills and you want to make your car payment, too. That's what you go with? Go with William. Yeah. Bills I mean, for the win. Listen, I've been I've been terrible this year, so they, you know. Well, it's gotta turn around eventually. Right? At some point, Hello? at some point, I should have went to Bill Seahawks because there ain't no way the Bills beating or uh, Seahawks winning. Well, that's another money line pick. If you've already paid your mortgage and your car payment, and now you're thinking about paying your girl's car payment, money line Seattle, lay it. There you go. Kev gave you all three picks. I hate going three favorites like Bang. that, but it's been a favorites year. And listen. This isn't just this isn't just reckless talk. Like he's is, serious. This, yeah, this he gets, does gets it. it. He this does is it. Man. This ain't rocket science, man. The sports bar. We gotta get your man home for uh for his thirtieth. For his thirtieth, man. Happy thirtieth, brother, fella. Just happy to be here, man. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. That was uh, my man Kev that you heard the, the Caucasian man to my right. <laughs> Shout verbal, to Kev, man. Verbal intercourse on the outro. So what's up though? Uh, your podcast? You guys have a podcast? Oh, yeah. podcast. And oh, Ricky, so you did it. Shout it out. Excuse us. We Can have, we do uh, it we at the end? Re- we have some reckless people in the in the audience. Yeah, no, save it for the podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Um, one word. Save it for the pod. One word. Save it for the pod. If you're looking on the hashtags, you'll find us on iTunes for sure. It's a weekly entertaining podcast where four fellows get together and completely waste your time. Shout out to Squarespace. <laughs> Shout out to Squarespace on the sponsorship. I know, I'm sure there'll be uh-huh. a, a, a sponsorship pretty soon. There you go. On, on all of uh, Bill and Tremaine's specific pods. I might even sponsor this pod because I enjoyed it so much. Oh, look at that. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. To me, you already sponsored it. You gave us liquor. Of course. You sponsored this one, man. Sponsored by John Jameson and Kevin McGuire. <laughs> and that's the sports bar, ladies and gentlemen. We out.